Hey everyone, my name is Brendan Patrick, and that's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. Superlit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Sophie. Hello. <laughs> um, I think my voice when I'm like just waking up, my voice sounds better for singing. <laughs> it's more raspy. Everyone's morning voice is deeper. <laughs> yeah. <I said. laughs> and therefore superior. I actually sound like a 30-year-old man now. <laughs> No, little boy. No, little boy. Little boy. <laughs> little boy. Oh. Um. Do you have the? You have it on your your. It's on my e-reader. Yeah. Thank you. It's the Kobo. The Kobo. Oh, okay. I got it right this time. Let's go. <laughs> I I went to say it and I was like, it shan't be a Kobo. And <laughs> one of the episodes, we'll have you talk to us about your Kobo and how you came across it. Okay. Great. Um, Sounds so like a this- plan. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. This week we're talking about Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. Um, I don't know why I thought this book was going to be about teenagers. It is about full-blown adults. I think the uh, cover is just like, it's like a beautiful, just like portrait of the main character, which tends to be something that I think traditionally is more like geared towards like YA having like an illustrative cover. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just becoming more um, popular in like publishing overall. So I think there's a lot more like regular fiction books that are kind of getting that treatment right now. Yeah. But I had the same thought. I was like, this is definitely about teenagers. And then the main character is like, I just dra- graduated grad school. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's turning 29. <laughs> I love that. I love that for her. Yeah. <laughs> so I will read the back to you i for some reason thought so this is a new book it just came out um mm-hmm. i don't know why i thought that soft cover books meant that that they've been out for a year uh i think that's sort of i think generally covers are gonna have double releases they tend to come out hardcover first and then they'll have a second publishing but i don't know <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually unsure, but I know this came out in 2021, so mm-hmm. it came out, I think, in February, right? Yeah. No, I think you're definitely right. Most covers, when they first come out, come out published in hardcover, and then they'll come out softcover later on and usually be like a lower price, but I don't know. Mm. I picked it up, and I was like, ooh, softcover. Um, so for the back book, the description of the book, with her newly completed PhD in astronomy in hand, Grace Porter goes on a girl's trip to Vegas to celebrate. She's a straight A, hardworking, high achiever. She is not the kind, of, she is not the kind of girl. I'm <laughs> not that not... kind of high fructose girl. <laughs> I said that to Jenny the other day. I screamed that at my manager the other day. 
She's not the kind of person who goes to Vegas and gets drunkenly married to a woman whose name she doesn't know until she does exactly that. Same. <laughs> Love that for you. This one beautiful, spontaneous moment upends Grace, Grace's carefully laid life plans. Staggering under the weight of her parents' expectations, a struggling job market, and feelings of burnout, Grace flees her home in Portland for a summer in New York with a wife she barely knows. In New York, she's able to ignore all all the constant questions about her future and falls hard for her creative and gorgeous wife, Yuki Yamamoto. But when reality comes crashing in, Grace must face what she's been running from all along, the fears that make us human and the need for connection, especially when navigating the messiness of adulthood. We've all been there after college. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this book. No, um, I wasn't ready. I didn't. I didn't like uh, getting <laughs> dragged down the street by the, the absolutely tips fucking of my roasted. Hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not me kicking and screaming, reading a book about me. Not me going. Oh, maybe therapy does work. <laughs> we don't need to know about it. We're not talking um, about that. Yeah, I think so. As a person who went to college and does not work in their field like at <laughs> all for like money normally, unless I'm mm -hmm. freelancing, like this, um, this hurt. <laughs> it hurt me. It hurt me. I um a lot of the book is um Grace. I it's so confusing. Everyone calls her Porter. I the first like thirty pages, I was like who's talking <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was hard to figure out because some people call her grace some people call her porter some people call her both and i'm mm -hmm. like <laughs> like i would never i i guess because like you're not a, in a military family but like i would never look at you and be like hey green get over here <laughs> like oh like, green how are you doing today yeah like <laughs> yeah hello. i will respond to that no 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 just because my hair yeah <laughs> hey green no mm -hmm. uh you you rang you um, rang but i think that was the only thing that for me in the book that was like confusing and i think that's my only criticism <laughs> my only criticism is that one of the characters has a nickname and it was kung fu bin yeah because i'm dumb <laughs> no i was reading it and like yeah her her father is colonel Mm -hmm. and that's all i know about his name he doesn't have a first name he doesn't have a first name no it's just colonel mm -hmm. not even her mom uses it she no. just says colonel absolutely which i just think is like what it's like coach on survivor yeah i mean i, I think because i've just always called my dad dad yeah but i know his name <laughs> maybe Does she doesn't know his, his name, name. <laughs> Does Grace know her father's name? I'm concerned. Inquiry minds need to know. Yes, also, Morgan, please let us know. About, <laughs> talk about names. Mm. I um I think I'm dumb and I uh sometimes I don't read words correctly. So this is probably entirely on me. But her mom is like engaged to someone named Kelly. Kelly. And I for the entire book they didn't use pronouns i feel like they didn't oh. use where they just said kelly they said mm. kelly and her mom oh, blah, blah, um, blah. and they, then they like get to the like the end of the book and uh -huh. like the last scene in the book takes place during her mom's wedding mm -hmm. and they were like they said like husband and i was like what 
huh? No, um, I think at one point it's like I hear a man's voice. Oh, it's Ke- Kelly says hi, like in a, f- a phone call conversation. Yeah, I think I skipped the word. I skipped. I can't read the word man. Yeah, <laughs> I refuse it's not in my to vocabulary. The Sorry, word man. I don't perceive the word man. Yeah. No, I knew it was definitely me. I just like skipped over a word at some point. But there, what? But I was going back like a few mm-hmm. pages, and I was like, yeah, pretty much. There's like a lot of instances where, um there's no pronouns it's just kelly and i was like okay yeah i mean yeah that's like that's like a fine but i was so i was like her mom's not a lesbian i'm so upset sorry sis (laughs) no yeah she's not a lesbian fucking rude no also okay i think going into this book i thought that no one knew that she was in our rainbow family oh so like (laughs) So when she gets married that? and comes home and is like, oh my god, oops. And the girl she lives with, they're like, oh, you married a girl? Is she cute? Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, everyone knows? No one gave a shit. We- yeah, like, no one gave a shit. I for, I, for some reason, I don't know why, I thought part of that, like, her story was that, like, no one from her family knew. Because I feel like that's, like, a normal plot yeah. device in like queer fiction but so yeah, i went no. in thinking it was a YA it was book very still. much <laughs> you go into this book thinking that the high stakes um like point of contention is going to be that she married a woman and she has to tell her family but yeah. that's actually really it. not a big deal to anyone no and it's kind of just like it... <laughs> just there in it, fact it all serves of her friends plot. are queer all of it's, them. well it was great um i (laughs) i the entire book so she has two roommates uh named agnes and zamina i believe is her Mm -hmm. other friend's name um and uh the entire book i'm like so do they all (laughs) bang are they like all in a relationship are they they were too cuddly (laughs) yeah i i literally was reading this as like this is sophie's worst nightmare (laughs) <laughs> don't touch me do not perceive me do i don't wave at me from across the room sophie only hugs me when i've when she's done something wrong <laughs> well okay here's the thing i feel like when i hug people it like means more because i don't like yeah. hugging people yeah that's so, like... why it's like what are you doing <laughs> sophie hugged me re- not recently but like hugged me once and i was like what are you doing <laughs> The, I like, yeah. No, this is your At love her... language. I know this works for you. And I was like, I appreciate it. I'm just startled. <laughs> startled. Um, but yeah, and I mean, I guess no. But I know a lot of people that are like that. That are just like you're super like physically affectionate to like every person in your life. Um, yeah. Working <laughs> you know, at one of them. Yeah. Um, I I just uh the like the like <laughs> i brought my friend home from work and we're all cuddling now like yeah that was uh, it was a lot of that and a lot of um i think it was like also like gently weird because um they have this like the two roommates have this like will they won't they relationship kind mm-hmm. of happening the entire time it's the entire time so and like she like grace talks about it and stuff and is always like so are you guys like fucking yet or like what's happening and i was like i don't know if i was like encouraged that with between roommates like i don't know like i mean if that's gonna happen 
but I wouldn't be like if I was like living with people and I was like, oh, you guys vibe, definitely start dating. And if it ends badly, that'll be okay for our living situation. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I have priorities. <laughs> there's a, a point in the book when, um, when Grace is, she's in New York. Um, she knows mm. that her dad is going to stop like paying rent or like helping with rent. Um, and like she organizes a friend to move in. Mm-hmm. Like as a person who has lived in your apartment for however many years, mm-hmm. if you guys like had another roommate and they were just like, peace, by the way, um, someone that I work with is just going to come like take over the lease. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I would be like, excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, baking powder? Yeah. Um, no, but I, like, know people who, like, I have friends who do that, who, like, just kind of, like, live with random people and, like, new people move in all the time and they, like, don't know them. And that just, like, that That's my nightmare. That's freaks me. I did that in college and I'm, a, I'm done with that now. Yeah. I do not need to be living with strangers. No, that's why I was, like, I feel like as an adult, it would be, like, okay, I have to find someone and my roommates have to be okay with it, which I'm sure is what happened. Yeah. But well, I think that they knew what's her, her name is Mina. Was yeah, I think so. I think they knew her like enough, like they had met her before at least. It wasn't like a total mm-hmm. rando. But that's true. Can we? I just want to say this one thing. I was my brain was thinking it the whole time. So, <laughs> what was the book we read? Stay Gold. Remember the the trio of boys, the dumb boys. Yes. <laughs> they're back they're back in this book the boys are back in town the boys are back in town nothing if you dear authors if you're writing a book you will immediately endear me by having secondary characters that are all just a bunch of idiots mm-hmm. uh, introduce them by having them throwing glitter at each other yep. um and being real cute yeah i think that's that's, that's the gig i think yeah, I um, love every single one of them. I want to protect. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sophie attack, but she also protect. I love them all. They had such good energy. Yeah, they they literally reminded me of like, I guess it's at this point, like 10 years in the future of like <laughs> Pony and his dumb <laughs> friends. Dumb boyfriends. This dude, this just like living with just like boys that he like became friends with. Yeah, just like all these dumb boys. Like... I I want I more them. trans main character dumb boy stories. And I want Thank more you. secondary trans character dumb boy stories. Um, I was trying to think about this too. I don't know if we've read any books that have had like regular named characters that are like part of like the first nations people or are like res- from reservations or anything of like that because one of yuki's roommates mm-hmm. is like grew up on a reservation i don't think they say which nation no. they are from but they are native um and trans and it was very very lovely mm-hmm. and i, I love i think i love them the most because they also were um like what, a boxer or like kickboxing yes. and oh. so we're constantly like coming up with black eyes and just like and, and like training and stuff and i was like yeah this is the energy i, I aspire this to shouldn't have. this shouldn't be 
good for me, right? <laughs> I should look at this and go, uh-oh. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. We love to have it. We love to see it. Please more. Yes, more of that. More of that. I don't know what it is about boxers, but it's just like, hmm. Oh, you don't know what it is? <laughs> oh, I definitely know what it is. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Dumb. Also, well, okay. And also, like, I mean, I'll, I just like the ensemble in this book. I think all mm-hmm. of the, like, I think, like, Grace and Yuki are, like, obviously the main characters. So, yeah. Um, they're, but, like, and so that you get, like, a lot more of, like, their story and stuff. But I think mm-hmm. that the way, like, the, all of the secondary characters are introduced is done very well. Um, I hate like I like it's like a pet peeve mm-hmm. when like a character's introduced and they're like this person walked in this is what they were wearing this is what their hair looks like they're like <laughs> this is their like ethnic background like blah 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 yeah. like it's like very like here's a li- it's almost reads as like a um like a character like description like uh-huh. something you would has a, have as like a reference to yeah. like keep like their characteristics like consistent or something like that mm-hmm. but the way that all of like the secondary characters and stuff are introduced was like very conversational and like the way you like find out like like the way they're described like physically yeah. and like stuff like that was like very well written and it flowed very well yeah and i think also introducing the three roommates like right at the same time but like mm-hmm. in a way that was like <laughs> this dumbass was throwing glitter at this dumbass mm-hmm. <laughs> and this I mean, one it, was asleep on the counter <laughs> it, it like <laughs> it made sense because like if you walked into an apartment and there was just like three people in that room you would be like okay look uh, you would like look at them yeah. in sequence like that's mm-hmm. how you would see them if you were in that physical space also so. if you got married in vegas and you're actually friends with your roommates and you're like nervous about it and sh- this person is coming to m- meet you for the first mm-hmm. time yeah, of course, all all 20 of your dumb roommates are going to be there. I love that. I, I also love, love that um, she was like, okay, um, I'm going to meet you like at the train, blah, 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 blah. And was like texting her like Yuki's like texting Grace and is like, all right, I'm going to meet you here get the train and stuff and then she's mm-hmm. like actually just kidding the train is scary i don't want to use it she's like i knew you would feel that way so i'm here okay i got you like <laughs> yeah anyone who goes to new york and is like you know what i got the train system no you don't <laughs> i mean it's not that hard there is this like you can just get on a okay. train from the airport but like sure <laughs> as a person who lived in philly i found that one much easier I like, well, yeah, New York is complicated, but yeah. I like the part where she was like, I asked if I was in Manhattan and someone laughed at me because <laughs> she was at like LaGuardia. <laughs> LaGuardia. <laughs> um, that was very good. Um, this book is really fucking funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's okay. This book is funny. And then also like heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I think um. This book really balances, um, I don't want to say it's like grief, because that's not the right, like, word, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the, like, residual feelings of um, a child who, whose parents were divorced and saw, like, her mom, instead of, like, dealing with her issues and, like, actually, like, I guess, like, speaking about them with her. Mm-hmm. Um, just like jetting off and just like exploring the world for like a new like peaceful summit right. um, and her dad having like 
having instilled in her like you're never like no one can ever see you cry no one can ever get you down you're a reporter we don't do that shit mm-hmm. like you're not allowed to be human almost yeah <clears throat> you have to like commit to what you're doing you can't quit you yeah. can't change your desire like your desires you it's have really to, difficult like, follow through with everything you do mm-hmm. yeah um it's really rough i can i can see like if I had for like first glance like read through this, mm-hmm. like the back of this, I'd be like, oh, I wonder what it is. And like you don't fully see like all of the specific pressures that have been placed on Grace by like specifically her dad, um, until like as you like as you're going through the book because it's like every interaction with him, it's like a sandwich. Another thing is being added to it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I can. I'm starting to see like I can see it, and as you go, it's like. I'm really starting to see that like maybe he's pushing her too hard and her mom is just like not like there at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I can imagine how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you like you have to use you have to perform harder to be taken seriously as a as a black woman because everything you do you have to do tenfold to yeah, just receive any kind of credit. Um, especially in a field like they talk about her field being like it's basically all white men and then her um her advisor i'm forgetting her name is it mcmillan yes okay um yeah her professor uh professor (laughs) her professor her professor professor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um professor mcmillan or is it it's dr mcmillan she's she's doctor yeah she's a doctorate yeah um but it's just like seeing and like her 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 professor even speaks about that. She's like, I I think that maybe like I can only see a portion of like what is difficult for you because I I I can't fully like understand it because it it's not what I go through specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that that character did that because I was like, please don't be that character. It's like, no, like we have the same exact issues, right? Like, no, Dr. McMillan, please. No. Don't do it. I think that um a lot of the way that like so Grace is biracial and I think a lot of the way that she like perceives herself and like is connected to her like blackness I think is written really well in the book mm-hmm. because like obviously like so a lot of the characters are um like the cast in this book is very diverse Mm -hmm. um so her like she she works at like the tea room Mm -hmm. right and then her like her closest friends they're um i mean they're they're not like actually related right she just like calls them like her they're not related it's just like these these people are my siblings yeah, so her like closest friends who she like calls her brother and sister are both mm-hmm. um like South Asian and then her like roommate, she, well she has one like she's a token white roommate, right? Mm-hmm. Um and they then each also, have a token white roommate. Yeah. <laughs> um and then Yuki, the person who she marries is Japanese. Mm-hmm. So she the way she like interacts with everyone is like very I think it's written really well because like obviously there is like even if you do even if you have like a very good relationship with people and you have like extremely like 
like a, you, even if you like the people that you in your life are extremely like conscious of race and are like very like sensitive to that kind of thing you do like interact with people differently just because you have like cultural touch touchstones between like different like ethnicities and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah so there's like a part where she's like hanging out with uh one of yuki's roommates dorian and he's like helping her like twist her hair and they're like watching like i think like party down together yeah. <laughs> and stuff and they're having like a very like and they joke about it like with mm-hmm. yuki they're like we're having like a cultural like <laughs> like a cultural touchstone for us like we have to experience this together and she's very mm-hmm. like okay guys but it's like it's like a cute interaction but it's very mm-hmm. like i think it speaks really well to how like um all of the characters kind of like move throughout the book and like are really like sensitive to like kind of that aspect of like people's relationships because obviously it's like a whole other level of like the book truly like the book at its core is kind of like this person you she the main character accidentally marries this person that she's met once barely remembers the night because they're both extremely drunk Mm -hmm. and then she's kind of like without hesitate well there's hesitation but like without hesitation kind of jumping into a relationship and like just like literally living with her um but it's like an interesting setup because you're literally like they're they go from zero to a thousand in their relationship but they're Mm -hmm. still like learning about each other like they don't even really know each other's like last names or anything until they meet Mm -hmm. it's good i I like it yeah because um i think there's also a part where like grace was talking about like this moment where like um she like sees an an asian person in like a i think it's like i forget it was either in a movie or something like that and she's like this is like my moment is this like you (laughs) and grace is like oh okay like i understand honey like i get it and she's like talking about gray's anatomy or something i think it was that and she was like i was really watching or she saw she's talking about like Oh no, she's talking about like making a joke about like how she like understands how like police crime works because she watches. Oh, like, she was S- watching Law and S- Order. Law and Order, and she's yes. like, I was watching it for the girl. I for- I don't watch Law and Order now. Um, Olivia, Olivia Benson. Olivia Benson, and she's like, but tell my dad I was watching it for B D Wong. Like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. I forgot what it was, but yeah, it's it was just really funny. <laughs> No, I think, I think it's so cute. I think it's, like, a really, like, it was very lighthearted. And that is, like, mm-hmm. how I think people, like, it was extremely conversational and felt mm-hmm. like, you know, this is how people talk. Yeah. It really felt, yeah, I think that was the thing. It it really did feel like, like, actual conversations between people, not characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, like, so important in, in books that it, it, it felt like I... This book was less than 300 pages, and I was like, I have to pace myself. Do not eat this all in one setting. Yeah. Like, I need to, like, it. I think when you're reading a book, and f- for me, for it to be enjoyable, I want it to, like, feel like people talking. So, like, how we're talking mm-hmm. to each other. I don't want it to be like, it's like not conversational. Like, it's not good. I think, I think that there's like a good, I think there's like a good line because, like, I feel like a, a good touchstone for like this kind of thing is like Juno, like the mm. way that Diablo Cody writes is extremely like witty and funny, but like yeah. no person really like you don't talk like that. No, no one talks in <laughs> idioms like that or like no. is that like witty and like mm-hmm. like back and forth so quickly. Yeah. It's entertaining to watch, but it's like not realistic at all. But it is yeah. like kind of like her movies always have like a vaguely um, 
like a very a vaguely like stylistic like kind of like aura around them so mm-hmm. you don't expect like realism necessarily yeah um so that is kind of like interesting you but like jennifer's body isn't real <laughs> i'm not killing people i'm killing boys <laughs> um um no but like i mean that is like to an extreme because it is literally like has like fantastical elements to it but like the Mm -hmm. dialogue is very like witty and stuff and i don't think people talk like that but like you just got stabbed and now you're asking for a tampon yeah but i would (laughs) i would i think that that's like a good example of kind of like an exaggerated form of conversation in a good way Mm -hmm. sometimes things are written with the attempt at being like that and it just comes out awkward and doesn't feel natural Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like enough that it's like campy Mm -hmm. um and this i think is like very like funny and like witty but also like extremely grounded like it didn't yeah it was like the kind of the other end of that yeah i would kill to see this as a netflix show like (laughs) uh, like a sixth six episodes maybe seven just like a single like season it would do really well i think so too (laughs) Like because, it would be cute, yeah. It's like a mm-hmm. it's like a cute girl from Portland has a crisis. Of yeah, like, a cute lesbian has a crisis. A cute Uh-oh. lesbian has a crisis. A of cute ast- astronomy lesbian has a crisis. <laughs> um, and then and moves and then lives in New York for a couple of months. She moved with, to like, New York and now she's gay. Characters, yes. <laughs> moved into the city and now you're gay. Yeah, that's I. I'm glad that not a lot of this book was focused on like her not having a job in her field that was like the right amount i think because i think any more would have given me like dread <laughs> when reading this book versus like i think any less it would have been like you just spent so much time in school and you're like it it would would have been like almost like she doesn't care at all versus like she care she cares too much obviously mm-hmm. um but i think any more would have just been like oh i can't read this this isn't good for me yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The I like that both of her parents like have like really level-headed partners around them that like yeah, I mean like yeah, your mom's like doing this thing but like she wants me to ask you to do this for it. Like Kelly is like really level, level-headed, Sharon is really mm-hmm. um level-headed. And I I actually kind of wish there was more interaction with both of them. Um, but I yeah. can't I can't sit here and say that I need more interaction with side characters after the spectacular interactions we had with the New York, the New oh, York yeah. dummies. They're so fun. <laughs> I love them. I so I think this is like the first time that I've like fully understood you and how you fall in love with side characters. <laughs> like I think I love this was NPCs. It. <laughs> I will yeah. I will immediately always fall in love How can with I side romance characters. these NPCs? I don't care about the main characters. Let no. me talk to the NPCs. Yeah. Um, like, I haven't ever watched The Witcher or played The Witcher. I want to know about the dumb singing boy that follows him around. There's a, I've never, I've never watched. Should yeah, I there's basically a, a, a um, <laughs> a me following around this very stern man. I love that for you. Yeah, it's a bard. Bards sing, correct? Yes, they do. Yeah, that's what I would be if I ever played Dungeons and Dragons. You should well bard yeah, you can be you can be a bard and like sing or you can write poetry or like it's basically you do like some kind of theatrical thing to inspire your party members. I can little Nas X um pole I dance got down to hell. Pole dance down to hell. <laughs> that's my special move. 
I love one man and it's little Nas X. Honestly, I get it. I feel like there are so many things in this book that like I would love to talk about, but I feel like um it it's just like something you should definitely just like pick up and read yourself because it's just it's I thought it was gonna be longer when I picked it up and I, I remember getting it and being like oh this is small yeah like, when you texted me and you were like it's only like 300 pages and i was like what or less than i was like that's wild yeah i i looked at mm-hmm. um i guess it was still like on an e-reader the page numbers are different because it's just like formatted differently mm-hmm. but it gives you like the estimated time it thinks like that it'll take you to read yeah um and i think it only said like four hours that makes sense yeah um, I read really slow and I let myself get distracted by texts. So like I will actually yeah. pick my phone up. Um, and it's a good thing I did that with this book because I finished this because I like gave myself time to like sit and digest it instead of just like going mm-hmm. through it in one sitting like I definitely could have. Um, it's 293 pages. And it's, it was, I hate... I never want to say it's an easy read because like, I, again, I just feel like it's mean to say, but it was just so enjoyable that I was like, okay, put the book down. You need to go to bed. Like, oh, no, yeah. you it's need to go to work tomorrow. You can just read. Yeah. Um, and it's, and this like, is, it's, it's very accessible. Yeah. And this is her first book. So this is Morgan Rogers' first book. Um, Astounding. The talent. The tr- like, truly, she's from Maryland. Um, we stand an icon. Mm-hmm. Um she lives with her pets. Honey, bo- honey, honey, girl is her debut novel. I hate the word debut because of the yeah. way it's spelled. Like it's hors d'oeuvres. That no. Also a French word. Yeah, debut. This is an a- anti-French podcast, apparently. <laughs> Unless it's um, was it Belle Revolt, <laughs> and, and then we're okay. <laughs> I yeah, I think that um. I had a thought. Oh, okay. The other thing that I was not expecting at all from this book that really mm-hmm. took me off guard but was lovely um, was some of the prose is written like extremely poetically. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of like some the ways that um, Grace and like Yuki talk to each other a little bit is like very romantic and like <sighs> very um, like it's not it's not something you would expect they use like a lot of like metaphors to like describe each other like when they first Mm -hmm. meet like when they when grace first wakes up she like doesn't remember like really what like what happened but she remembers like laying next to like a girl that had like roses like growing off of her cheeks and like all of Mm -hmm. this like the like sense that she because she's like yuki's very like earthy and like like burns incense and is like natural fragrance kind of girl so she's like constantly describing like the way she smells and these like really romantic like beautiful metaphors about like Mm -hmm. like roses like drifting around her and stuff like that and then like yuki is like always talking about grace like how her hair is like the sunlight is like captured in her hair and like oh it's so beautiful it's like very sweet but i was like not i like started reading and i was like oh this is like this is like really fantastical almost a little bit it was like really astounding yeah i ugh, the way get you a partner that talks to you the way that they talk to each other yeah like it's fucking rude first yeah <laughs> yeah reading this book i was like oh no they got married in vegas they, they can't immediately be in love with each other guess what oops <laughs> they are <laughs> um it was just rude you're right 
I thought it, and I also thought at first that the, because the way the story starts, it kind of feels like it could go in the direction of it becomes like a, um, like a like a mystery almost of like her trying to like find Yuki, like find out who she is. But then yeah. you're like, oh, she left her her she left her number on card. a business card. Like she literally left her own business card with her name <laughs> and her phone thief. number. And yeah. like, oh, okay, never mind. We know who she is. Um, yeah, you're right. It definitely seems like at the beginning of the book, like, oh, we're gonna have to figure it out. But like then I guess like the back of the book, like with the description of the book, she like she spent some time with her. It's like, well, she found her really quick. I wonder how Yeah. It becomes it definitely like subverts like your expectations of what you think like the setup is going to give you and it's also which i liked a lot because it gave a lot more room to explore like the relationship between the characters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. could you imagine yuki being the kind of girl that just doesn't leave her business card no i love that she's like oh damn we got married but she's hot i'm just leave this here no i'm just gonna leave my (laughs) you leaving like a super lit yeah business card behind (laughs) yeah that's what i do with with all the men i get married to in las vegas yeah every single one i leave a polaroid with my phone number on it (laughs) we yeah and we have yet another character uh that is has like a podcast or i guess she has a radio show hers is like a radio show that she like actually like Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. broadcasts i guess to like a low I assume because it's like not like a huge thing it's like a local station in new york or something like that um but it's like again it's like another it gives a good insight into like yuki because she like frames like what she's going to talk about she does like she talks about like mythology and like cryptids and like kind of Mm -hmm. like spooky stuff but she like always frames it in like a way that like relates back to like her life so you can kind of like get an idea of like what she's feeling based on what she's talking about and the way she talks about it but and it also gives like another opportunity for some like really beautiful um like prose just where she like Mm -hmm. kind of waxes and wanes about selkies and like champ i will the little loch ness monster and Mm -hmm. lake champlain i'm i'm glad that like yuki is such a like dreamy person mm-hmm. and like grace is very much like a this is the science of this thing mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that that um that kind of uh relationship yeah they balance Where, each other really well yeah but she also like it's not like she's like opposed to like the mm-hmm. kind of more like whimsical side because when she talks about like astrology mm-hmm. or astro- like astronomy that. when she talks about astronomy she gets like really romantic and talks about it like in a way that she's like i like studying this because i like like understanding like the power of the universe and stuff and like it's Mm -hmm. very nice i love when people who like talk about um like space they're like we're made of stardust i'm like yes tell me more tell me more (laughs) kingdom hearts is light (laughs) and that's the podcast (laughs) bye yeah uh well no no so i was like trying okay so like i don't know uh, the part where she talks she's talking about like the mars rover made me tear up no 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 no, no. <laughs> i can't talk about the mars rover it's getting dark oh. and i'm scared <laughs> it um, hurts it was it's very sweet um i think that the 
Is your crying? I'm thinking about the Mars rover. Again. No, I'm sorry, I brought him up. Honey, are you thinking about the Mars rover again? No. no. Um, I think the way that she the the way that Grace talks about that, and she uses uh-huh. it as a way to like express her like feelings of like losing her energy and like feeling like she doesn't have any more power to continue like the path that her like father really was trying to push her on and stuff like that was like so fucking heartbreaking and also i was like how dare you write this book about me i did not sign up for this this like 29 year old character who's having a fucking crisis well i mean i think it's just like generally once you oh i was like like, your dad was forcing you to be a a a t-shirt designer (laughs) yeah no no not at all but i think that kind of like uh existential crisis that i think particularly like our generation has because of just like the way like the economy i don't want to get into it but like i think it was extremely like poignant and like you could tell that that point of the book like you can tell when an author is kind of putting more of themselves i think into a character because Mm -hmm. i don't think that you could like write such like a visual viscerally like powerful like kind of monologue that grace gives in that section of the book about kind of her like crisis of like identity and like her like what she's trying to process without Mm -hmm. like at least like sort of identifying with that kind of thing but uh i think yeah so i think i think this book is very fun it has a lot of like really cute characters it has a lot of like witty conversation Mm -hmm. and it was like very light to read but there is still like a really powerful like kind of moment in the book where it really hits um, in the best way. Yeah, I think best and worst way. I think anyone who's in college and also like um, out of college thinking about college, anyone who has like even been in like classroom, I think really can relate to like the struggle that Grace is thinking about Um or going through, I should say, not thinking about, because um, I feel like people look at Grace and it's like, you're studying astro- like astrology. Mm-hmm. It's astrology, right? Not astronomy. Astronomy. Astronomy, astronomy yeah. Astronomy. Every time. Astrology is Exactly. Like- this is like also the thing I'm sure happens to her all the time. Oh, you're studying astrology? <laughs> As a person who studied something that might be like, considered frivolous or um like not useful um i like i really do like understand that aspect and i can only imagine like how much more difficult it is as a woman of color who Mm -hmm. like on her resume has like you know lgbt group like this that like it i can imagine how much more difficult it is like showing up being like proud of yourself and having people be like oh I'm so sorry but like I think that's like being really separatist and like we need everyone here to get along mm-hmm. um that's I hate when people say shit like that it's not I just want to feel included in something and belong somewhere where you can belong fucking everywhere but like as a person with a somewhat frivolous education if you will <laughs> like I like I feel it it's it's rough and i can again only imagine how much more difficult it is for a woman in her position Mm -hmm. because i can't even remember if it's astrology or astronomy because i'm a dumbass do you have anything else you want to talk about no i don't think so because i think i would just start getting into like nuances in the plot which 
if you read the book, go go on that adventure yourself. Exactly. And I think this is like a really, a really great read. Um, I think mm-hmm. it balances heavy stuff with um, very light stuff very well, um, which made the book so, so enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think this is like beautiful. I'm like really excited because I think if she continues to write more books that are like this, it, it's like a nice little just kind of little short read of just like something that's kind of like heartwarming and but mm-hmm. still like very like poignant. Yeah, I think out of like we've read like a pretty good like uh smattering of different kinds of books this year so far yeah um i know it's only march (laughs) i feel like we picked up like a pretty good amount of books this year that like are really fun and uh i think this is like one of the best we've read so far this year Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it it was so fun and sad yeah (laughs) made me feel (laughs) made me cry a little but it made me laugh a lot so yeah Mm um yeah i i I think i have emptied out all of my thoughts onto the table Mm -hmm. um i think i'm i'm all good (laughs) i think we're done talking now um what was the name of the book we just talked about oh hmm let me let me pick up the book (laughs) the book that we just read is honey girl by morgan rogers but yeah, this is like such a great book. I'm so glad I was able to pick it up because I know this was on um, some like wildly anticipated book lists. Yeah, um, I which think... is I think that's how we found it, right? Yeah, I think it was like every list that I pulled up that was like books to look out for in 2021. It was like at the top. Yeah, very excited. Mm-hmm. This is so good. We're so excited for you, Morgan. We would like to read more by you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, my name is Brennan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you've been listening to the Super Lit Podcast. I was gonna whisper the the last words of the Mars rover, and oh, I immediately don't. upset myself, and I stopped. <laughs> I thought it was my mouth sounds because I could hear them. It was like no, just the thought of doing that. I was like, I can't. We did about the Mars rover while we were talking about it. <laughs> I'm-